Good morning and welcome to Holy Trinity on one of our favorite days of the year, the blessing of animals. If you are new to our community, there are some yellow slips in the pew rack. We're so glad to have you here and you're welcome to fill one of those out and place them in the offering basket, which will be on the way to communion. Whether this is your very first time at Holy Trinity or you've been coming for years, whether you are a Lutheran or a Catholic or something else, or not even sure what you are, whoever you love and marry, whatever the color of your skin, your gender identity, how you see the world, whether you have a pet at home or not, uh, whether you're allergic or not, <laughs> you are welcome here today, and we are glad that you are with us. Following worship, there will be some refreshments following this service, and we invite you to come forward and uh, join us in that time. If you'll turn with me to page 14, there's a number of exciting announcements at the top. If you're a newcomer, new to Holy Trinity, there's a special uh, orientation brunch next week, and we hope that you can join us for that. And if you can, you can RSVP the office or just write it on one of the yellow cards uh, in the bulletin and place that in the offering basket on your way to communion. You can see about other announcements about whether you play an instrument, film night, volunteering at the crib and the pantry. If you look on page 15, the second announcement, we have a mission endowment fund that supports amazing organizations in the city. And there will be a special reception to meet those people and learn about them on Saturday, October 26th. If you've never been to our second site, HT Loop at Grace Place in the South Loop near Dearborn Station, this would be a great time to attend that five o'clock service and the reception. Note also um, information about council nominations, the others' uh, announcements as well, including on page 18, the crop walk coming up. Today we have a person who knows a lot about it and does that for a living, John Skoken. You can talk to John after worship or Pastor Michelle as well. A few notes about the puzzle. First of all, whoa, it's a little darker in here. The window's being repaired. We're so glad for our capital campaign to help with that. But we want the light back, and we want the color back. We want that window back. And we also have a little gap in our budget for this special puzzle fundraiser. So here is the puzzle. And today, when you get later at noon, there'll be a special email that shows you how you can um, contribute buying a puzzle piece to help fill this window. The pieces are from $20, $40, and the top one, the rosette, has already been bought for $1,500. So that one has already been purchased. So take a look at that and help with the excitement of supporting Holy Trinity's vibrant ministries, not only through the puzzle piece, but through the fundraiser concert on page 16, which will have jazz guitar, barbershop quartet, Broadway, singing, and a lot more. So please take a note of those announcements. We're doing something new today, and the pets are gonna be in the procession. So invite the pets and their companions, if you have a pet, to go to the back right now as we get ready. So everybody, all pets and their companions to the back, you'll be in the procession, which will be very, very exciting. Pastor Sevig will help you know where to go when we get to the front. All right. This is a day of joy, a bit of informality or chaos once in a while, and we love that on this pet blessing day. Let us now stand and sing the gathering hymn. Page
grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Listen to the silence. Most high good Lord, your servant Francis of Assisi sought to reflect the image of Christ through a life of poverty and humility. Grant your people grace to imitate his joyful love, renounce gladly the vanities of this world, and delight in your whole creation. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, amen. You may be seated. Other pets may come forward. Today we gather to honor the feast of Francis of Assisi, to honor the animals who share our lives. Saint Francis is the patron saint of animals and of ecology. Brother Francis glorified in the beauty of the world God created. And we recall many tales that Francis had of his affection for animals and for their trust in Francis. Today, we thank God for the gift of companionship and beauty which animals and pets bring to our lives and homes, and we ask God's blessing on them today. The Lord be with you. Most high, almighty Lord and creator, yours are the praise, the glory, the honor, the blessings. To you alone do all things belong. Be praised for giving us the animals, birds, and fish which fill your world. Be praised for making us so happy to have our pets to be with and play with. May we take care of them that they will be healthy. Oh God, your world is wonderful. Bring us with all your creatures to the wonders of the world to come. All praise to you, blessed and holy trinity, one God, now and forever. Amen. When the pastor comes to you for the blessing of your individual pet, please tell us the name of your pet. And once you've received the blessing, you can return to your seat. And while that is going on, we will ask the congregation to sing things bright and beautiful, which is in the service folder.
A reading from Lamentations. How lonely sits the city that once was full of people. How like a widow she has become. The city that was great among the nations. She that was a princess among the provinces has become a vassal. She weeps bitterly in the night with tears on her cheeks. Among all her lovers, she has no one to comfort her. All her friends have dealt treacherously with her. They have become her enemies. Judah has gone into exile with suffering and hard servitude. They live now among the nations and find no resting place. Their pursuers have all overtaken them in the midst of their distress. The road to Zion mourns, for no one comes to the festivals. All its gates are desolate, its priests groan, its young girls grieve, and its lot is bitter. The foes of Zion have become the masters, its enemies prosper, because the Lord has made the city suffer for the multitude of its transgressions. Its children have gone away, captives before the foe. From daughter Zion has departed all her majesty. Her princes have become like thugs that find no pasture. They fled without strength before the pursuer. Word of God, word of life. Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. The Lord replied, if you had faith the size of a mustard seed, 
you could say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Who among you would say to your slave who has just come in from plowing or tending sheep in the field, come here at once and take your place at the table? Would you not rather say to him, prepare supper for me, put on your apron and serve me while I eat and drink? Later you may eat and drink. Do you thank the slave for doing what was commanded? So you also, when you have done all that you were ordered to do, say, we are worthless slaves. We have only done what we ought to have done. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God. Amen. Hasidic Jews tell a tale of a rabbi's son who during the morning synagogue service would wander off, go off by himself into the woods. Now his father, the rabbi, was not only disappointed because his son like just exited the service, but the woods near those mountains were, they were dangerous and they were kind of wild. So the rabbi asked his son, son, I see that you lead the morning prayers every day. I wish, I wish you wouldn't do that. Where are you going? And the son said, I go to the woods to find God. Well, the dad was pretty impressed with that answer, but he said, well, you know, um, you can find God anywhere, blessed be his name. You don't have to go any place special to find God. God is the same everywhere. But the boy thought for a moment and he said, but I'm not. I know that I'm different when I walk by Lake Michigan that I'm different when I go to my beloved Rocky Mountains near where I grew up, when I go for a walk in the woods, when I look at the autumn trees as they will turn in the next couple weeks. I know that I'm different or was different when I was with my two black cats, blessed be their memory. We're different when we are in nature, aren't we? One of my favorite authors' name is Belden Lane. He's a retired theology professor who spent a lot of time in his head. But now, well, actually always, he had a great love for nature, for mountains and deserts and woods and backpacking. And somehow he would find that his soul was refreshed, that God came to him in nature different than in almost any other way. His newer, newest book is actually called The Great Conversation, Nature and the Care of the Soul. Here's what's interesting about Belden, though. For 20 years, he has had a spiritual advisor, or we might call it a spiritual director, who's a tree. 
a tree across the street from where he lives in St. Louis in the city. He has entrusted himself to learn from this tree, to have a conversation with this tree, to talk to the tree, to listen to the tree, to learn from the tree that he calls grandfather. This tree is 80 years old. And both Belden and grandfather have suffered, have gone through loss. Belden, many losses, but especially when he first went to grandfather, it was his mother who had Alzheimer's and eventually died and all that meant. But the tree grandfather also had dealt with insects and wind and fire and losing a whole bunch of its trunk at one time. In a way, they were able to comfort one another. And Belden went up to, or goes up to the tree to this day every night to be with it or to contemplate or to pray or meditate, as we might say. And he'll touch the bark as if the bark is skin. And they know a kind of connection in that moment. Now, you can love all of nature. You can love all animals and all pets and all plants and trees. But Richard Rohr said, the way you love one thing is the way you love everything. So we commit to one person, or we love one pet, or maybe, maybe one tree. There's a conversation of, type, of a type going on in Lamentations today. That's the only time we have this book in our lectionary. And Lamentations is a bit of a downer, if you listened carefully a big downer. You see um, the laments in that book are mourning the destruction of Jerusalem in 85, 87. And one writer talks about it this way. The great majority of the city dwellers were left to fend for themselves. The economy quickly collapsed. Food sources disappeared. Water sources were fouled. The daily rhythms of life ceased. People wandered the streets dazed, confused, desperate for just a bit of bread or water. The city became unsafe as any semblance of order was replaced by chaos. It almost sounds like a science fiction apocalyptic view of the city that, well, that we wonder could even happen. We also lament and grieve what has happened to our earth as many of us sense that Mother Earth also is lamenting, is crying, the way more species are becoming extinct, the way we have plundered Earth's resources, the fears that we sense about our cities and the cities most vulnerable due to climate crisis. But whether there are fears or the fears at the time of lamentations, in the middle of that book, is the, the most amazing sign of hope. We sang some of those verses in the hymn, Great is Your Faithfulness. It's the response called for after that downer of a reading. The steadfast, Lord of the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. It is new every morning. God's mercies never cease. Great is your faithfulness, O God which leads to the gospel and our cry, well then give us more faith. Give us more faith to live in this world. And Jesus' answer is pretty simple and he uses two more items from nature. First, if you had the faith the size of just a mustard seed, you also could have a conversation with a tree and you could say, mulberry tree, be uprooted and be planted in the sea and it would happen. Now that's talking to trees. Maybe it's also learning from nature and listening from nature, which reminds us of St. Francis. We know that he preached to the birds and the animals, but I wonder if he just spent time there, that, if he, that he entrusted himself to nature as teacher, not just us dominating nature, using nature for our benefit, but loving it, learning from it. 
we remember Jesus telling us to have, in a sense, a conversation with the birds of the air and the lilies of the field, to notice them, how they don't worry like we do. But they place their trust in the providence of God. We do not own our pets or animals either. We're their companions. We learn from them. We entrust ourselves that they might bless us as well. In fact, Belden says this, think of it. We're different when we look in the eyes of a bear 20 feet away on a mountain trail or being stared through by a doe with two fawns or gazing on the face of a horse that you loved or holding the head of a dying dog or cat that you have to put down. You know in that moment that you've been seen. You've been seen by mystery and a spirit that's greater than anything just in our heads. Thomas Berry said that we've lost the great conversation with the earth and with nature, that we're just talking to ourselves. We don't know anymore how to listen to the wind or to listen to the stars. Maybe our animals help us with that. Getting outside helps us with that. And I hope coming together as a community to remind one another of our connections with all things bright and beautiful is this great gift of God's faithfulness and grace to us.
Rejoicing in the Spirit's work among us, let us pray for the church, the world, and all those in need. Increase the faith of your church, O God. Raise up faithful parents and grandparents, prophets and teachers who know, love, and spread your gospel. Hear us, O God. Tend and nurture the lands and seas, O God. Raise up faithful stewards of the animals, plants, and natural resources you have entrusted to human care. Hear us, O God. Save the nations, O God. Raise up faithful leaders who strive for peace and justice in the midst of violence and destruction. Hear us, O God. Guard those in need, O God. Raise up faithful advocates and caretakers for those who are oppressed, poor, lonely, in prison, bereaved or sick, especially Rita, Leon, and those we name now, either aloud or in our hearts. Hear us, O God. Give vision to this congregation, O God. Raise up faithful teachers, staff, volunteers, worship leaders, and council members who serve with purpose, joy, boldness, and love. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. We give thanks for Francis of Assisi, Blessed Mary, William Tyndale, Henry Mullenberg, Massey Kennard, and your faithful ones in all generations who passed their faith on to us. May we be instruments of your peace and justice. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Into your hands we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Peace of Christ be with you always. We prepare now to celebrate the, grace, the great feast of life at this table, and all are welcome to join us for Holy Communion. The bread will be placed in your hand, and the first cup on either side is a silver chalice for drinking, and the outer cups are a glass chalice that you may intinct dip the bread into the wine if you would choose that. If you would rather come forward for a blessing, or if your child does not yet commune, Please use this position and the pastor will give you a blessing. And of course, you're also welcome to stay in the pew and just take in the music and this sacred space. Please stand now as we sing the song listed in the bulletin.
indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior Jesus Christ, who on this day overcame death and the grave, and by his glorious resurrection opened to us the way of everlasting life. And so with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending triune. How majestic is your name in all the earth. Over the eons, your merciful might evolved our home, this fragile tree of life. Here by your wisdom are both life and death, growth and decay, the nest and the hunt, sunshine and storm. Sustained by these wonders, we creatures of dust Join the ancient song. The earth is full of your glory. The earth is full of your glory. O God, triune, you took on flesh in Jesus, our healer. In Christ, you bring life from death. We remember his cross. We laud his resurrection. Broken like bread, he enlivens our body. Outpoured like wine, he fills the earth with goodness. Receiving this mystery, we mortals sing our song. The earth is full of your glory. The earth is full of your glory. We praise you for the heart of Jesus, so filled with your love for this earth. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, poured out for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Gathered around this table, we, your children, unite in this song. The earth is full of your glory. The earth is full of your glory. O God, triune, you create the worlds. You uphold the living. You embrace the dead. Send forth your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Strengthen us for our journey with this meal, the body and blood of Christ. Give us a future that trusts in you. Give us a future that cares for your earth. Empowered by your promises, we rise from our deaths to praise you again. The earth is full of your glory. The earth is full of your glory. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. With trust in God who nourishes and sustains us, let us pray as Jesus taught us.
poor shall eat and be satisfied. Blessed are those who are called to God's table of bounty.
us pray. Nourishing God, we thank you for inviting us to your table where all are welcome, for feeding us with the bread of life, and for quenching our thirst with the cup of blessing. As you have filled us with love and hope, may we be signs of your grace for all who hunger and thirst for good news, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you and all creation with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Peace. Remember the poor.